listening to 5-Minute Theology. I'm Billy Rice, pastor of Watkins Chapel Baptist Church in Zebulon, North Carolina. And this week we will continue discussing the omni-attributes of God. Today specifically we will be looking at the omnipotence of God. So as we discussed last time, the omni-attributes of God refer to terms that describe three fundamental characteristics of God as seen in Scripture. So let's recap our understanding of the word omni. In its simplest definition, omni means all. For example, an omnivore is an animal that eats both animal and plant-based foods. Pigs are prime examples of omnivores. They eat most meats and vegetables, except cucumbers. They don't really like them unless they're really hungry. So let's take a look at the topic for this week, which is God's omnipotence. Omnipotence means that God is all-powerful or that he possesses all power. This means that God has an endless supply of power, which makes him more than capable of accomplishing anything he desires effortlessly. We believe that God's strength is infinite, that he loses none of it. Therefore, he also never needs to gain any power. There are many names and titles ascribed to God in the Bible referring to his power. For example, the Bible calls him God Almighty in Genesis 17.1. It calls him Elohim in Genesis 1 as he creates the heavens and the earth. The Bible calls him Yahweh or Jehovah in Genesis 2. The Bible also calls him the Mighty One of Israel, for example, in Isaiah 1.24, or the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in 1 Timothy 6.15, and the Blessed and Only Sovereign, also in 1 Timothy 6.15. In addition to the names of God, the Bible repeatedly puts God's strength on display. From the very beginning, we see God's power demonstrated, for in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Job reminds us by declaring, I know you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted in Job 42.2. The psalmist David proclaims, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold in Psalm 18 verse 2. Is there anything that God cannot do? And that's a great question. And the answer is yes. This one probably has you scratching your head a little bit. If God is all-powerful, how can there be something he can't do? There are things the Bible shows us that God cannot do because they are contradictory to his character. For example, the Bible tells us that God cannot lie in Hebrews 6.18. The Bible also tells us that God cannot lose faith in himself in 2 Timothy 2.13. Furthermore, the Bible teaches us that God cannot be tempted to sin, neither will he ever tempt anyone to sin in James 1.13. And finally, the Bible teaches us that God cannot change his very essence, purposes, or promises in James 1.17. So yes, there are some things that God cannot do. So, what difference does it make? God's power, his omnipotence, shows us why his grace and forgiveness are so amazing. The idea that a holy and righteous God can defeat the eternal curse caused by all of your sins and mine and the fact that he can give you power to overcome the sins in your life is astounding. 
For God sent his very son, Jesus Christ, to live the perfect, sinless life that you are not powerful enough to live, to endure the wrath of God's holiness and justice that you are not powerful enough to bear so that you could be truly and fully forgiven and changed into a child of God through that power. How? Repent of your sin. Turn away from it. Believe in the good news of Jesus Christ and commit your life to follow him. The words of the Christian singer and songwriter Michael W. Smith ring ever so true. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in us. The Bible tells us that when someone becomes a Christian, the Holy Spirit moves into their heart and takes up permanent residence. Jesus said the Holy Spirit dwells with you and will be in you in John 14, 17. This is called the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. They literally become a temple of the Holy Spirit. Because of the Holy Spirit's indwelling, Christians have the power to live for Christ and follow his will. They have the power to be content in the best or most difficult of situations. The Holy Spirit empowers Christians to, with certain gifts, God-given abilities that they did not have. And he empowers them to serve the Lord effectively. The Holy Spirit places a permanent seal on Christians, empowering them to persevere to the very end. We are given this power solely because of God's goodness, his kind intention, and of course, his omnipotence. For he is good all the time. And all the time he is good. For the truth, once again, I'm Pastor Billy. Have a wonderful day.